provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Let's see here. A package of eight hot dogs. A package of ten hot dog buns. I would have to buy ten packs of hot dogs and eight packs of buns to even it out. Should I buy them at once? Should I freeze them? Or just continue to zigzag them and hope for the best? I hate adulting. Brick shells energy drink. That's right. Brick shells energy drink. Make that up little girl. Chill off your balls. You want to fuck shit up? Run across Southern Cross America. Brick shit houses for you. Please enjoy Brick Shit House Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. All right, two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, so welcome everybody. Um, I got a neat little thing here. Remember, I uh, did a few "Wouldn't It Be Fantastic Ifs" before in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got a few more of these. Cool. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and get into them? Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm <laughs> grabbing me a nice little gift right now. I'm grabbing me a glass of tea. All righty, good, good. Okay. <laughs> All right, as uh, as I mentioned, this is a segment called Wouldn't It Be Fantastic If? So the first one is, wouldn't it be fantastic if every congressional or presidential candidate would have to announce who their main sponsor is at every debate or TV ad? So someone's backed by Big Pharmaceutical and let's say, um, um, let me think of one, uh, AstraZeneca gave them the most amount of money. Then they would have to come out there and go, "Hi, I'm I'm Joe Blow, and I'm sponsored by AstraZeneca Pharmaceutical Company." Wouldn't that be a great thing? They'd have to come out and just say, you know, that's another yeah. way of saying who's paying them and who's paying them the most. So whoever pays them the most, they have to come out and go, "I am mostly sponsored by AstraZeneca or uh, Johnson and Johnson or whoever, whoever gave them the I most totally amount agree of money." With that. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah, and then maybe you could catch which way uh, they're going with what and why. You know, you'd be like, "Oh, now I see how come this person's saying this or that or the other." So, okay, next one. Wouldn't it be fantastic if there were randomly placed landmines in traffic cones? Go watch fucktards go boom. Yo, know, people yeah, always be hilarious. Isn't it? Yeah, people that would just, be hilarious. Someone on their phone. They're not on. They're not on their phone no more. <laughs> they're they're somewhere. They're somewhere uh, looking at Facebook in the Great Kingdom sky. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yes, it would. All right. Next one. Wouldn't it be fantastic if all corporate complaint lines went straight to the president of the corporation? Yeah. There would you you would see some things getting resolved really quick if he had to field every complaint call 
about whatever they are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be awesome. Yeah, and then people could have fun with it too. Just call them up and ask them, I don't know, for stupid things that didn't exist, or you know, or you know, see more butts or whatever. Hey, is Seymour there? Seymour who? Seymour butts? <laughs> so, anyhow, wouldn't it be fantastic if all the airlines had to give you $100 for every three hours wasted, $500 for every lie you catch them in, and a grand for every canceled flight, and it triples if you miss something very, very important, including long scheduled vacations? That would be phenomenal. Because I'd be very, I would have a lot more money. I can tell you that. You know, I'm being quiet. Yeah, why? I don't fly. I don't go nowhere. Oh. Um. Well. If I do, I drive. Okay. That's okay. Or do you do you not like flying? Or uh, uh, no, honestly, I've never been in a plane. I have never flown. No kidding. Wow. I do not like heights, for one. Okay, well, that'd be a good reason not to get into a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, I get it. Okay. Uh, but, no, I just never had the opportunity. You never went any anywhere far enough to uh, warrant getting in a plane. I, I get it. I mean, and, and also it's people people's comfort level. Like, if I'm going to go anywhere... I went to, southern, I, I went to southern Louisiana. It was a 14-hour drive. Mm-hmm. I made that drive plenty of times, uh, yeah. leaving from a cruise ship from New Orleans. Albuquerque. Albuquerque, another 12, 14-hour drive. Yes. Well, you see, I've got this rule anymore. Um, as I get older, my back hurts more. Um, if it takes over six hours, I don't drive. I fly. I, I mean, taking that long in in a uh, car just kills my back. So I'd rather just right, go fly right. and be done with it. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I get well, it. Well, my, my trip to Louisiana was in 98. Okay, quite a while ago then. And I was driving a 94 Lincoln Town Car. Oh hell, that sounds like fun, actually. Dude, I oh I I I could change that thing in any position I wanted to, just to change the blood flow. An the, old an old town car. Feet. Oh, I love those cars. I did not want to stop driving. I I could change it. I keep going. <laughs> you know, my my limbs weren't falling asleep. If they were, I just change it a little bit, get the blood flow back, and keep going. <laughs> Very cool. It was an awesome car. It was an awesome car. Oh yeah. Yep. All right. Next one. Wouldn't it be fantastic if Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg decided to do a steel cage death match? That would be phenomenal. That would be phenomenal. And one of one of them doesn't make it I out. I just want to see him to do the real cage match that they're talking about that they're now both backing off on. Are they both backing off on it now? That figures. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, Oh, you didn't hear that? No, I didn't. I knew I should have did that report a couple weeks ago. Yeah, well, we'll be podcasting tomorrow night. Just look it up, and if not, I'll look it up. It doesn't matter. Hell, I could Google it here in a minute. Uh, I I think I still got it saved. 
Okay, good. good. No, no, Elon Musk is talking. Yeah, they're talking about not doing it. Wow. Even even though Elon Musk built a cage and everything. It, did, it didn't take him long to bitch out of that one, did it? No, no. You knew it wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, they both they both can't get themselves hurt. They're like, oh no, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm much too important. What would the world do without me? The world would probably be happier without you, you fuck nut. So. Well, damn it. Well, there goes that one. Yeah. Next one. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll bring that back tomorrow night. And I, okay. I'll, I'm going to have a big one tomorrow night. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and announce. Okay. I've been telling you about the shootout race down here. Mm-hmm. That's this weekend. It's a Saturday night. Yes. Hopefully, tomorrow night, by the time we go on the air, I will have the final results of every race. Okay, cool. That uh, The award show starts at like 5. So okay. I should have the announcements by the time we go on the air. Okay, cool. So I can announce all the shootout winners tomorrow night. Sounds good to me. All right, there you guys right. go. Next podcast, the shootout winners. All right, next one. Wouldn't it be fantastic if a person at birth got five free crowbar ass whoopings? The, uh, the whooping can be used when needed, like an asshole being stupid all over you or for revenge or it's someone being a dick in traffic. You get five free crowbar ass whoopings on anybody at birth. Wouldn't that be fantastic? And then, like, I mean, you could, uh, if someone really needs it, you'd know when to pull out one of those ass whoopings. It's like, all right, I got four left. I got to be careful. And then, you know, if someone's, like, really overly being a dick, then you could pull out another one, then you have three crowbar ass whoopings left. Oh, okay, so they're for the severe ones. Yes, yeah, you would have to save them. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be great. So, and then, like, if someone had a crowbar ass whooping left, too, they could be like, well, you know what, after he's done whipping my ass with it, then you might get your ass whipped with theirs. You don't know. So, (laughs) anyhow, it'd be awesome. So. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a challenge. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That would suck if you got to beat beat the shit out of a real uh, dumbass, right? And then he's like, "Well, hang yeah. on a minute. Um, I got a few ass whippings left in my bag too. So uh, you're next. Damn it. <laughs> so okay, next one. Wouldn't it be fantastic if a low calorie sugar substitute would not be a carcinogen and actually taste good? I'm all for that. I'm all yeah. for that. There's not a sugar substitute, low-calorie sugar substitute, that tastes worth the shit and isn't a carcinogen that I know of. So, anyhow. Yeah, the carcinogen part is what gets it. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, yeah. if it, it causes uh, known cancer-causing agents, not good. Yeah, yes, yes. Yep. And then final but not least, wouldn't it be fantastic if Skip Bayless was taken over by possession from a voodoo priest and hit himself in his itty-bitty balls repeatedly every time a mic was in front of him? (laughs) That would be phenomenal. Get on there and start talking shit. No, no, better yet. That would be a miracle from God. Yes, it would. (laughs) 
It's like, oh, oh, look, little Skippy's got a mic in front. Oh, oh, that's got to hurt. Oh, 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 Skippy, are you? Oh, no. Oh, that's going to leave a mark. Metal spoon every time he opens his mouth. Oh, that'd be great. How's that one? Okay. I'm hey, you know what I mean about metal spoon. We oh, me- oh, metal spoons are a dirty game. Oh, they hurt. Oh, big metal spoon to the nuts. Yeah, that. I remember. So, I remember something else we used to do. Tongs. What? Tongs to the dick. Oh yes. Walk up with a pair of tongs and you start talking to someone in the eyes and then slowly creep over there and grab them with the tongs. Grab it and just yank. Yes. Yes. I forgot about that one. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that hurt like fuck. <laughs> yeah, we're going like back like, what, 35 years? Oh, yeah, like a long time ago. Long time ago. Almost 40, almost 40 years. Almost 40 years ago. Uh, us uh, us uh, dumbasses uh, working at restaurants would uh, grab each other's uh, balls with tongs when the other one wasn't looking and start ripping. And uh, when that wasn't a good time, we'd take big metal spoons and hit each other in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you couldn't get close enough with the tongs, then you get a big metal spoon. I, I, I think the metal spoon was your brother's favorite game. Oh, I think so too. It used uh-huh. to piss him off the most. Oh, I know. I used to wait yeah, behind. His favorite wait behind the refrigerator. <laughs> the refrigerator's there in the main hallway. As soon as he ran to the corner, bam, 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 and then run off. Um, he'd be there on his knees. Oh, and he'd be like over on the other side of the room. <laughs> yeah, but he'd be the first one to get you back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Expect yeah. Expect, he, but he'd be the he'd be the biggest bitch about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> you motherfucker! And then next thing I you know, I love you to death. Me I love too. You to death, you know that. God I rest his soul. Hell yeah, he knows right. what we're talking about. He's in the great beyond right now. Going, yeah, guess so. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I and we we mentioned this before. I firmly believe he is the reason why I'm on this podcast with you. No, I believe it. I, I really can. do. Yeah, I think he. Brought it. Somebody, something brought us together to do this. That was cool. You know, when you got a hold of me and you started calling, it, it was just like yeah. it was really cool because, I mean, um, that what you told me about the podcast was exactly what I wanted to do: make someone smile, make them chuckle. You know, given yeah. you know, like radio used to be. You know, I, I mean, uh, simple dumbass dip, dick jokes. Just stupid shit. Nothing too heavy. Yeah, I, I, I'm being honest right now. I'm sitting here talking to you with a grin on my face. I'm actually chuckling. I'm having mm-hmm. a good time. Uh-huh. It's fun. I've had time enough. I've had all day. I've, I've had some people that I've known for a long time reach out to me and tell me some several things about this. And everything that they're saying is exactly what I wanted this podcast for. So um, I'm very proud of it. I'm... I'm really happy, and we're just gonna we're we're only getting better. I mean, you yeah, know, we are. We're a little I'm bit just of, now starting. Just wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've gotten a lot better just in the couple of months you've yeah. been on the air with me. You you are getting yeah. a lot better. So, um, all of this comes natural after a while, or at, at least I think it does. 
because at first you're conscious about everything that you're doing. But then after a while, it's just like um, you don't even view it as anything except having a conversation and having some shits and giggles with somebody. And you record it, yeah. you send it off to uh, everybody's ear holes, and they either love it or they don't. So it's pretty cool. And honestly, from what I'm hearing, we're getting some love. We are getting some love, and the love back at you. Thank you for listening. Appreciate yeah, it. always. Yep. So um, I got another story here that's pretty cool. I uh, found this out the other day, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to report on it. You know, I go to me and Val go to Eureka Springs a lot. I mean, it's yeah, like our yeah. little oasis that we can drive to, three and a half hours away. We love it down there. It's such a eclectic little place. In the, uh, They're actually not the Ozark Mountains down there. It's the Boston Mountain Chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I cannot wait for my next trip down there. I, it's been... A few years since I've been down there, and I cannot wait. I love it down there. Oh, I do too. It's just beautiful, and it's so much fun. So uh, anyhow, Eureka Springs was ranked as the best small art town by by, uh, tourism website, The Travel. The Travel is a really good website. It's been around a long time, and it is pretty much one of the, the authorities on travel. And anyhow, yeah, doing, for, doing this, I'm, I I read a lot of. Okay, then so. then you probably know. So by yeah, tra- I'm getting familiar with them by the travel website rating rating uh, Eureka Springs so high. That is really quite an achievement because there's a lot of towns like in California. There's um, I think Colorado has quite. There's a lot of other um, states. That have nice little artsy towns all over. I'm trying to think. There's other ones that I'm leaving out, but Eureka Springs being voted number one is a big deal. So, okay, well, just something out of my head. Just talking about this just now. Can I throw something at you? Yeah, sure. Do you think COVID nineteen could have had something to do with that? People just wanting to get away from everything. Yes, like going to the big yes. cities, the big Disneyland, yes. Disney World. <laughs> Get away. Well, they the they stayed open. They stayed open even in the height of COVID. They stayed open. Everybody wore masks oh, and yeah. everybody stayed as far away from each other. But everybody in Kansas City, Oklahoma City, St. Louis, Springfield, Missouri, um, Little Rock, uh, uh, Memphis, uh, maybe even New Orleans, maybe Dallas, they all knew that you could go to Eureka Springs and get somewhat of a vacation if you needed to. And that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, there's, a lot, there's people from all over, even Illinois. There's a lot of Illinois people that go there. But people were just driving there. You couldn't really get on a plane very safe or you're worried about contracting the vid or whatever. So you'd get in your car and you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to book, uh, book a place down in Eureka and stay there a couple of days and take my chances. And we did that a lot and it kept us sane. Kept a lot of other people saying, but I agree with you, Rob. I think that uh, uh, COVID really kind of helped them. Uh, if there, yeah, is, if, there if there is helping, I mean, uh, it brought awareness that they're still there. Well, it, it, it made people aware. People like us, like the people, everybody is listening to us right now. Well, I'll put it like this. instead It, it made of, uh, people aware of the smaller things, away. Uh, we don't have to be in a big city to do things. 
Yeah, and also Either instead way. of like flying into Miami or Tampa or something or or um, or I don't know uh, some vacation destination, instead of you know going to the ocean or something, you flat out you just drove to Eureka and is out in the middle of nowhere and you felt a lot safer there anyhow. Um, you know, they're getting on a plane and going to a big city with everybody there coughing on you and everything. So it worked out well. So yeah, I think you're right, Rob. So anyhow, you a lot. So those the people that have not been to Eureka, think about going up in the mountains in Colorado. Think about going. It's a little town in the mountains away. You got hills. You got it, and it's tourist, and it it has a lot of um. What do you call it, Mark? Um. Um, I'm not sure which way you're going with it. A lot of uh, history. Oh, okay, yeah. There's a lot of history. Yeah, it has a lot of history. It's cool. So uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of buildings there were built in the 1800s, 1880, 1849. A lot of them are marked on there what year they were built. So anyhow. Eureka Springs is brimming with some of the most impressive museums and galleries in Arkansas, said the travel. In in the downtown area, vacationers can explore art pieces from several local artists. The town is home for over 400 talented working artists and has been mentioned as one of the top 25 art destinations in the U.S. on the site. It has been an art destination since the 1800s, and the city hosts a festi- festival of the arts every May, according to the city's websites. The travel list, the Quicksilver Gallery, the Aviation Cadet Museum, and the Zarks Gallery as the top artistic spots to visit. So that's cool. It even mentions some of the best places, and this isn't even nearly all of them. There's a lot of art there, and there is a lot of... Um, let me think. Like, I was telling you about the Illusionist... There's a lot of stuff like that, too, like the illusionists there, and there's a lot of um, really interesting um, um, smaller venue places that the people don't get there because they make more money than Branson or somewhere else. They, they, they're there because they want to be. They make a living, but they're not getting rich, but they're making a living being there, and they're loving living there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I've got a list of the top eight from the Travel Magazine. Number one is Eureka Springs, as mentioned. Number two is Williamstown, Massachusetts. Number three is Abington, Abington, Virginia. Next one, North Adams, Massachusetts. Reno, Tahoe, Nevada. Madrid, New Mexico. Fort Bragg, California. And in Tau, New Mexico. So, I'm not sure if it's pronounced Tau or Dow. T-A-O-S. So, it could be either one. But whatever it is, that's what it is. So, um, anyhow, pretty cool little honor for Eureka Springs. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see, Rob. You got anything you want to speak of, or you want me just to keep going uh, here? Yes, I do. Uh, let me pull this back up. Okay. Um, what the hell? 
Okay, well, I'm about to give a Rob's rant. Okay. If this thing will let me pull this back up. Okay. Because I'm a little upset about this. Yeah, this is what you're talking about earlier, right? Yes, yes. Well, one of them. Okay. Here we go. I'm getting to it. Oh, there's one right there. It fits right in with it. Yeah, that's one of the same people. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I, my dog okay, was just so everybody knows, I asked you off air before we went on mm-hmm. if I can call out a YouTube channel by name for calling out what I'm, what I'm looking at is they put out fake bullshit about people well, dying. Okay, hang on. Let me dying. add to this. In your opinion, they put out fake bullshit. Uh, allegedly, we have to put that in there, and that's it. Okay. So yeah, now, yeah. Yeah. Do that. Do that. Do that. Okay. This is Rob's opinion. This is what he thinks that. Yeah, it's my opinion. Yeah, this is what he thinks he sees from this website. So you're welcome to go look and think different if you want. But I will give you who to go look at. Okay, yesterday, I'm sitting at lunch. And I get this YouTube notification. Uh Uh-huh. From a YouTube site called Hollywood Celebrity... 24. Okay. 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 It was announcing Ozzy Osbourne's death. Which he did not die. That we know of. No. No. I looked into it. Okay. No, 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 no. I, 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 I spent part of today looking into this. Hollywood celebrity... 24. Okay. If you go to YouTube, look at it. Wow. Okay. Uh, hang on. Hang on. See, I punch go. It's on YouTube. It brings up vocal in my ear and shit. Okay. No, they, they do more than just Ozzy. What's the other they one? Do, they've got Keanu Reeves died. They have... I just, oh, oh, here, five minutes ago, rest in peace, after Sylvester Stallone died on the way to the hospital. See, that's the thing. All of them are on the way to the hospital when they die. (laughs) Man, that's insane. So they just just pick a name out of, uh, uh, a celebrity's name out of thin air, it sounds like, and they just say that they died, they're on their way to the hospital or something. Wow. Oh, right here is the one that caught my eye Friday at lunch. Seven minutes ago, rest in peace, Ozzy Osbourne died on the way to the hospital. (laughs) Well, now you know where all this bullshit fake news comes from. Because you all the time hear about someone dying and they don't. It's probably generated from websites like this. Like what you're talking about. Oh, no. Here's a better one. Okay. I'm scrolling down. I ran across another one of these. Okay. Hollywood Hollywood fans 
first ended tears after hearing the sad news about Angelina Jolie. <laughs> okay, well, here's a photo. And see, all these are videos. Uh -huh. This one's like three minutes and six seconds long. But okay. the picture showing Angelina Jolie is in a wheelchair <laughs> with one leg amputated off at the knee. <laughs> I wonder if this website is just parody and just screwing with people, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry, I think okay, that's kind of funny. Damn it, damn it. But okay, okay, Rob, here's Osborne dying. Here's the deal though. I I kinda see what they're doing. They're like they're they're illustrating through the absurd about how gullible the American people are. They're like, hey, let's just throw out this shit and see how far it grows legs. Well, they're not the only ones. Now there's other ones here's, too. So. Here's here's another site, Top Discovery. Allegedly. And Rob's opinion. Yeah, allegedly. And there are twenty celebrities who died in twenty twenty three and you didn't know. And the picture they're showing is Adam Sandler. <laughs> so it has a picture of Adam Sandler. Does it actually say he died? Or did they just leave it up to you to uh, well, think that? Well, I like I said, it's all videos. If I punch on it, it interrupts with my volume and may interrupt with the show. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I mean, it's on YouTube. It, it's okay. all video set. But, all right. I mean, come on. No, I, I get this saying at lunchtime about Ozzy dying. I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And knowing he's in bad health anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yep. And then I was, oh, oh, you know who did die today? You know who really did die today, don't you? Bob, Bob Barker. Bob Barker passed away at 99 years old. Okay. No. Uh, okay. You just covered one of my stories. Oh, shit. Okay. No, you're right. No, go ahead. Yeah, yes, well, I'm, I'm assuming it was old age. He was 99. I didn't do any research on it. I just got sent the article today, and I was like, hmm, well, um, surprised but not surprised. You know, 99 years old. 99, he, he had a hell of a life, man. Yeah, he did. He did. Yep. So, rest in peace, Bob Barker. So you can go Yep, you can go get grope complaints of the women great upstairs. So <laughs> you can go get sued by you can go get sued by the models in the great beyond. <laughs> no, we love you, Bob. I I figure I'll let you go there. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That's what we do. That's what we do. Um I I uh, got a little story here. Um, it's it. talking about how Japan now eats, they, they found a new food source for protein, and it's bugs. And it's really going to be out of necessity. On a recent vacation in Tokyo, a network reporter opted for a special lunch of cricket curry and silkworm sashimi, all washed down with some bug cider. This is true. The Japanese are looking for new proteins that are plentiful, and they struck gold on this, if you can stomach it. More and more restaurants in Japan are offering bugs on their menu. The bugs are getting popular as a delicacy. 
Japan is have, uh, has had trouble landing livestock due to climate change, global drought, or just shortages in general. This is a new form of food that's plenty, plentiful and sustainable. I hardly think they can uh, eat these bugs into extinction. Well, good luck, Japan. I commend you for biting the bullet and eating gross foods to survive. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know what? I mean, it is smart. Get the public to liken something like bugs, and you'll always have food, right? Yeah. Yeah. Little Junior's sitting there in the corner. He sees a cockroach go by. He's like, hey. He nabs that bitch, fucking crunches him down. He's good for another couple hours. You ain't got to feed him. He already ate a cockroach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I I would suggest if you're going to go into wasps, and hornets, to go ahead and make sure they're dead first. I wouldn't eat it alive. Agreed? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dude. All Sorry. right. I'm, I'm reading this other story. <clears throat> Hear about uh, Taco John surrendered its trademark on the phrase Taco Tuesday. We talked about it before, right? Yeah, yeah. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Earlier this summer, they did that. Given restaurants in 49 states the right to use the phrase as they see fit. It's been good news both for uh, taco lovers and their wallets, thanks to deals like Taco Bell's free Doritos Locos Tacos every Tuesday through September 5th, and now Jack in the Box's free uh, deals for uh, uh, from now until, well, forever. According to a statement from Jack in the Box, the chain has given away two tacos free with any purchase starting today. To Tuesday, August twenty second. Until you uh, until you run out of hot sauce, it added. We're picking up where Taco Bell is leaving taco lovers off. Just because Jack in the Box is here for you, Tuesday and Tuesday night. Now, just until, um, and not just until September fifth. So right now, indefinitely, you get two free tacos with a purchase. So so on, and this is only on Tuesdays. Yes, only on Tuesdays. Okay, it's, it's taco so you can go, go in, order a cheeseburger, and get two free tacos with yes. a cheeseburger. Yes, that's the way I read it. Damn, it's like sucks. We can't get it. One oh, down here. Oh, you don't you don't have a jib down there, do you, Jack in the Box? Well, well, the the problem is the lake area does not like franchise. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're unless you're McDonald's, then we've got I think a five right now within twenty minutes. So yeah. No, you're right. You know the lake likes mom and pop places. You're absolutely right. They don't like the yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That and and that's been part of me complaining about getting rid of places like Burger King. Uh, we did, uh, we've mentioned Hardee's before. We don't have no more. Oh, yeah. Uh, KFC and Long John Silver's, we don't have no more. Wow. Now, we have it. We <coughs> got, we're getting Culver's. Culver's getting be big down here. Mm-hmm. Culver's and, is getting big everywhere, actually. As a matter of fact, my daughter is working in the management in the Culver's here in Campton right now. So. Oh, good. Good for her. 
Yeah. She's finally getting her head out of her butt, I hope. <laughs> so. Oh, well, that's uh, cool. Cool. Well, I mean, I doubt if you guys ever get a Jack in the Box because Jack in the Box is pretty much urban. You see them in cities yeah. and you don't see yeah. them anywhere else, so. You guys probably well, will never I, get a well, jacket. Well, see, that's why I'm surprised we don't have it. Because there's city people that come down here. We're, we're built on the city. I don't know. Maybe one day. We're, we're, um, we're, we're, we're everybody's home away from home. Um, do you guys have a Taco Bell? Yeah, it sucks ass, but yeah, we got Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, bad talk about. But you got to drive 20 minutes for me. We got Wendy's. We got. Oh, yeah, we got Wendy's. We got uh, all all kinds of stuff. Okay. You got to drive 20 minutes for me to get to it. Yeah, you got to go to Bagnell Dam or something like that, right? Yeah, over towards Bagnell. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, you know PBR, right? Pabst, oh, yeah. Pabst Blue Ribbon, right? All right. Grew up with it. Everybody did. Oh, did and, I? No, well, I grew up my dad drinking. We'll put that. Yeah, yeah well, they call, it everybody's, uh, they call it everybody's grandfather's beer. But then it made a comeback yeah. uh, in the early 2000s, and I witnessed it. And it was really cool. Yeah, it was too. it was guerrilla marketing. I was hanging out in Westport at the time, and uh, and we'd be like, uh, let's say Buzzard Beach. And all of a sudden, three crazy hot chicks would come in, and uh, they'd be, like, dressed up in, like, I don't know, uh, denim shorts, uh, cowboy boots, hats. And they would start, first thing they'd do was they would buy the whole bar around a PBR. they just put in the PBR tap prior, and no one was drinking it. So they came in, and they ordered the whole bar a, uh, a PBR tap. And then they start going around and giving away belt buckles, shirts, hats, everything. And uh, so what this did was it made the younger crowd that was like at Buzzard Beach and the places in Westport um, start thinking more about Pass Blue Ribbon. And since it's hot chicks giving you belt buckles and shit, it was like it became the hot item. It was like, wow, man, you know, PBR is cool. It suddenly PBR became a cool beer because of that. And they were doing it on a shoestring budget, and they were just doing growing marketing. And it worked. <laughs> I mean, they became fourth. I don't think they are now, but they became fourth behind the big three, and that would be Anheuser Busch, Miller Coors, and um, what was the other one? Uh, well, anyhow, it was it was a distant yeah. fourth, but it was a distant fourth between the behind the big three. I think Miller and Coors were two different companies then. So anyhow. Um, Okay, PBR now has a PBR teeny, a past blue ribbon teeny. The uh, the beard teeny from PBR is also known to many as a dirty PBR. It is a Midwest classic combining cheap light beer and green olives. It's not as gross as it sounds, they claim. The brine from olives cuts the metallic taste of mass canned beers and adds flavor to lagers that are otherwise bland and watery, Plus, it's nice to have a snack at the end of your drink. So, beer teenies go against everything craft beer stands for, 
And seeing as Pittsburgh is still experiencing growth of hometown breweries, I guess uh, Pittsburgh is doing this. It's worth pointing out that this cocktail is not meant to cancel out the great brews being made locally. In fact, I would even recommend attempting to add olives to a Pilsner from East End Brewing Company or Kolsch from Grist House Craft. They also qualify as light, and they do just fine without garnishes. This uh, It's a cut-rate beer where the olives can make the big difference. Based on Pittsburgh affinity for easy drinking, it seems like the dirty PBR would fit right in here. But the time I've lived in Pittsburgh, you know what, who gives a fuck about Pittsburgh? Okay, anyhow, if olives aren't your, th- if olives aren't your thing, you can substitute with pickles. I think I'd like it with pickles better. In the same way that pickle juice takes the burn off of a whiskey or a pickleback shot, the brine of actual pickles work well to, to, uh, with lighter Czech-style beers. Both are fermented and put together the similar flavors uh, play together nicely. So, anyhow, if you're still thinking Bertiners are gross and shouldn't exist, I encourage you to drink one of these. Okay, anyhow, yeah, who gives a shit about the rest of that stuff? So, I'll, be- te- I'll tell you what, you buy me one, I'll try one. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, I think I'll just drink my PBR as is. What's wrong with that? Hey, I, I drink, yeah, I, PBR is good. I like PBR. Yeah, hell yeah. Classic American brew right there. So, um, oops, uh, you need to give your voice a rest for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, and I'm, allegedly, I'm getting this off USA Today. Okay. Subway has been sold for billions in one of the biggest fast food acquisitions ever. Okay. Subway, a family-owned business of nearly 60 years that has other sandwich shops in its portfolio, has been acquired by private equity firm Rourke Capital. I think that's correct. The sandwich... Well, this was a day ago. Mm-hmm. The sandwich company announced in a press release Thursday that it had received an offer from Rourke. The Wall Street Journal reported that Rourke offered $9.6 billion. $9.6 billion, mm-hmm. which was originally listed at $10 billion back in February. Mm, wow. That boy must meet cash flow milestones within two or more years after the deal is finalized to pay the entire $8.95 billion deal price, according to routers. The deal does not include the earnout. Okay. According to CNN, the acquisition by Rourke is a significant event in the fast food industry. The company boasts a $37 billion asset value and extensive food portfolio that invests in brands such as Arby's, Auntie Anne's, Buffalo Wild Wings, Caravelle, Sonic, and many others. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yep. Well, did uh, not see that one coming. No, 
But it doesn't surprise me either. I mean, really. Well, me either. Me either. Um, big companies taking things like this over. No, it's true. Yeah, they'll they'll take and incorporate everything, and a lot of equity companies do this, and then they'll take and flip them really quick for a big profit. Yeah. No, oh, you you heard some of the companies they've already bought: Arby's, mm-hmm. Buffalo Wild Wings, Sonic. Yeah. Well, even though I know a few Sonics, they need to work on. But oh yeah, but I mean, the, the point. But think about this, man. I mean, these large firms. What are they buying in America? Fast food joints. That says a lot about yeah. our culture, doesn't it? Well, what what they do is they buy them, but they leave the same people running them. Yeah, you know, and there's like you a, know, they they get they're just there to make the profit. Yes, exactly. Yep, exactly. That's what it is. And so, they do not look in to how the places are being ran. No, I know. All right, we'll be uh, we'll be right back right after this. This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Two douchebags in a microphone, the audio equivalent to the meat sweats. Oh Lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. That drunk guy just hit my child! It is okay. I have a clown nose. Clown nose! Just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam! Everyone laughs! Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Microphone, I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Hey, did you know they determine the sickest day of the year? What most people call in sick? Sickest day? No, I did not. Yeah. It actually just happened. It's August 24th is the sickest day of the year, which surprises me. When do you think it'd be in January or December or February or something? That was two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. 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 My mom's birthday was yesterday, the 25th, so that's oh, wow. I know. She's a day after the sickest day <laughs> in America. Yeah. If you're not out sick to enjoy, this is uh, written January, or uh, not January, August 24th. If you're not out sick today, join, 
if let me start over. If you're out <laughs> sick today, join the club. According to a new study, August 24th is the great uh, is when the greatest number of employees around the U.S. call into work with some real, imagined, or totally bogus ailment. Flamingo, which uh, makes software to help companies work uh, track workers' paid time off, found that today edged out February 13th, which ranks second. Okay, that is uh, February is the second. Uh, February 13th, which ranks second for the sickest day of the year, in which the company noted happens to be right around the time of the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh! Didn't even think about that. Oh. Sick leave also rose in April and December as employees perhaps succumbed to spring fever or actual fevers. The findings are based on analysis of sick leave data from larger companies from from over the past five years. Other findings from the study. Most common excuse for being out. Stomach problems, 54. COVID, including possible cases, 25%. Stress, 9%. And injury, 6%. So stomach problems, 54%. And you know what? That, that is what everybody goes to. If you want someone to leave you alone, I got explosive diarrhea. Oh, okay, man. All right. Do whatever you got to do. Just do it over there, right? Yeah. 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 If someone has explosive diarrhea, you do not follow up on it. You say, hey, just come back when you're feeling better, okay? Don't be in here shitting all over everybody and giving it to us. So, um, the calendar's top 10 days for workers taking sick leave, according to Flamingo. Number one is August 24th, as we just mentioned. Number two is February 13th, which we just mentioned. Number three, my birthday, October 25th, is number three. Hmm. Really? Yeah, all right. I think people are just taking uh, off for me. No, I, you share the same birthday as one of my cousins. Oh, okay. All right, cool. My cousin Tony down in Albuquerque, okay. October 25th. Oh, awesome. I hope he tunes in. I hope you tune in. Happy um, birthday on October 25th, mine. Okay. Tony, right? Yeah, my cousin Tony. All right. All right. All right. Um, All right. We salute Tony. Um, Let's see. December 15th. April 18th. February 2nd. January 24th. What? I was just saying, I see that one, yeah. Um, January 24th, I see that one. Yeah. June 26th, December 12th, and September 15th, rounding out the top 10. According to the Department of Labor, 75%, 79% of all the workers got at least some paid sick leave, with the figure rising into 86% for unionized employees. Uh, on average, employees in the private sector with one year of active service get seven paid sick days and the same amount of leave as for people with 20 years under their belt. So, okay then. I mean, all that's very believable, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Cool. All right. So, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Okay. Oh, okay. There's a guy that beats himself with a sledgehammer in Havana. 
Havana, Cuba. No, Havana. I thought you said Urbana. No, Havana, not Urbana. I was going to say Urbana is just a few miles from here, and I believe it. <laughs> I bet you it happens there, He's too. He's kidding. He's kidding. <laughs> I bet it happens there, Rob. On a leafy boulevard in downtown Havana, a man is beating himself with a sledgehammer on his wrist, elbows, and forearms. Drawing a crowd of, of passerbys who gather to film the spectacle with their photos on their phones and video. What shocks the crowd is not the apparent self-mutilation, but rather the fact that he appears to come away unscathed. Cuban Iron Man, in parentheses, in parentheses Lino Tomlinson, I didn't know Tomlinson was a Cuban name. Oh well, said he once aspired. <laughs> says he once aspired to be the next Mike Tyson, trained to become a professional boxer by subjecting himself to millions of blows with a hammer and eventually moving from the Caribbean island to fight in Mexico City. I had 27 matches won by knockout, but I retired because in the last of them I fractured the skull of my opponent and he died instantly. The stocky Tomlinson uh, recalled in an interview with, uh, with Routers in Havana. I gave away all the money I made in my fights to his family, he said. Estimating the sum to be over $100,000, a huge amount of money for most residents of Cuba, I would never fight again. So, wow. Okay. So that freaked him out so bad that he quit fighting, and he gave his own money to the person who died's family, which is cool of him. So, but I still don't see why he's beating the hell out of himself. Yeah, really. So, let's see here. I've got a little list here of, you know what, yeah, well, let's give the Asshole Olympics a break. It was a list of people just throwaway ones, one-offs. But let's no, give. I, I, I thought I thought we were going to give it like another week or so anyway to give us time to come up with more. Okay. Because we're we're starting a new. We got to have we we got to have, have a whole new batch, and we just finished up with the last one. Okay. So yeah, let, let's give it to at least next week. And also, yeah. Uh, now tomorrow night. I will have my base list. Cool. So, uh, well, we'll be anxiously awaiting that because I started my base list, Rob, and I got some. Honestly, I got some honestly, crazy shit on there. I think you may be disappointed in mine, but it's what I like. No, 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 no. no. How I'm not going to be disappointed in it, Rob. I will not be disappointed in it. You tell me what you think, what well, you like. We'll, 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 we'll discuss it tomorrow. Okay. Sounds great, dude. Because honestly, I'm a little disappointed I went this way. But yeah, I kind of like the way I went this way, so. Okay. All right. I mean, look, I mean, on something like this, it's opinion. You like right. whatever you right. like. So I'm not mad at you about your opinion. I know, I know. Yeah, there's no way I could get mad at anyone over their opinion. I mean, that's just what you feel. So, um, 
uh, anyhow, um, I've got an article here about how um, Gen Zers are not using. They went back to the flip phones. They're not. I live uh, here. Oh, I seen that. Yeah. I seen that. <laughs> Interesting shit. You would think it'd be all up on electronics and the latest, but actually they're taking a step back and going, eh, I don't know. Earlier this year, it was reported that Gen Z and millennials, oh, millennials too, were putting down their smartphones and picking up flip phones instead. By shutting out the algorithmic social feeds and never-ending wall of videos and embracing the humble physical T9 keyboard digital detoxing was achieved. What sprouted from a video on TikTok user Sammy K advocating for the digital well-being of the younger generation has apparently tugged just enough heartstrings to uplift a once-fading and undervalued phone market, according to analysts from CounterPoint Research. The market of feature phones can best be described as retro handsets, think old-school flip phones and slider phones by nature. The limited functionality means the feature phones are cheaper than the standard iPhone and Android device, with prepaid options going for as low as $20 and unlocked options just scratching the $100 mark. So, um, I also I have an article, too, that Gen Zers are much better on their 401ks than we are. They're putting away a lot more money than we did when we were younger. So, that would that would coincide. Yeah, I didn't put it where it's dying until, like, Six years ago, dude. Oh wow! So I know one of I know one of the things. Gen Zers, and as well they should be, are afraid that they're not going to see Social Security, so they're making a big buffer for themselves. And I would too if I was in their situation. Hell, you and I may not see Social Security. You know, no, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not even yeah. I'm not even making a bet on it. So the the whole thing is, is I get it, okay? They are being frugal, and I commend them because yeah, because that, 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 all that, the generations that's before smart. them. That's smart. Yeah, <clears throat> from the boomers, from the end of the boomers, Gen X on, we were much worse spenders than the boomers or the greatest generation or anything like that, you know, because, you know, you had, um, you had the uh, stock market disaster, you know, you had that, um, you've had wars, you've had all these other things that they were worried about and not spending money because they didn't know if they were getting any, they were more worried about eating, but then along came the fifties and they started, um, advertising suburban America, you want to be in the suburbs, you want this house, you want this car, you want the 2.1 kids. Yeah, they're they're not even thinking like us is what the deal is. You know, they're thinking more survival where we're thinking, well, we want that house over there and we want that car right there and we want the 2.1 kids and we want them to go to this school district. They're like, you know what? Uh-uh. Here's the deal. We're going to try to survive first, and then we'll worry about everything else. So, interesting. I, and I've got an article, but I'll probably do it on the next podcast tomorrow. And it's about how um, 
like I said, Gen Zs are saving their money and putting more back in their uh, in their 401ks, and they're actually a hell of a lot more responsible at this point than from what I could see we were. So, I'm glad some of them are. Yeah, I know some that ain't. <laughs> yeah, there's still a lot of them. Just aren't. saying, just saying. Yeah, yeah, that's just, cool. I mean, that's that's the ones I personally know. Once again, my opinion. <laughs> that's cool. You know what? I mean, <laughs> I I love it. You're pretty much trained now to say, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You got to say that. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Anyhow. Well, Rob, do you have a final thought? Or are we going to go ahead and wrap this bitch up now and then we'll convene tomorrow well, for another one? Uh, yeah, let me. Uh, I don't have a final I thought. I looked around. I didn't I, see I anything. Do. I okay. have a final thought. I just got. Right here it is. Okay, Rob. Live today like it is your last day. But pay your bills and use a condom just in case it isn't. <laughs> Bravo. Couldn't agree more. Wish more people be felt like that. people. Be prepared. That's right. Listen, if here's what I think the rule of thumb is. I think that there should be, and then we can go ahead and end the podcast. There should be a rule of, there should be a council of 20 people you know. And you know really well, okay? People you know the best. And they all decide whether you can have kids or not. And they decide what you can do in life and what you can't. Right? Is that fair? I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, who would know better than I your friends? I've that for years. I thought that was my idea. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. You know, and they're like, mm, you know what, um, Mark over there, just want to have some children. Just, I was down to 15, that way there was a tiebreaker. <laughs> okay, um, it could be 15, whatever. Yeah, 15 would probably be best. That way there is a tiebreaker, you're right. Cause, yeah, you, know, you got to have a tiebreaker. It yeah. got to be an even number. No, that's true. <laughs> so anyhow, all right, everybody, have a good night, and we will uh, see you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening. Take care. Good night, everybody. Bye. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.